Jeff's, Jeff's Wonderland. And welcome to yet another edition of The Wonderland. This is episode six and it's morning. Uh, this is the earliest I've ever taken a crack at an episode of The Wonderland and it's working out pretty darn well, let me tell you. Those ideas are flowing and have I got some stuff to share with you today. Now, first of all, and as a result of having woken up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, as they say, I've decided to kind of mix up the order a little bit today in the program, because I can. So we're going to move straight into the musical part. Now, I should also do a little bit of introduction for those of you who are just joining us here on Jeff's Wonderland. Uh, my name is Jeff Healy. I'm a musician by trade, and I record songs as well, make albums and stuff. Uh, music albums, not comedy albums, I hasten to add. And I've just released one, uh, which is on all the streaming services, and you can get it on vinyl LP as well. What about that? Uh, and it's called Wherever We Go, There We Are. Now, in each episode of this podcast, I like to do a quick analysis of one of the songs off the album. So we're going to start off with that today. And uh, the song that we're going to analyse is a song called One Thing. Now, One Thing is a kind of a... Not exactly a nonsense song, but it's not a song with a story. It's just basically a bunch of observations. The expression one thing could actually mean a whole lot of different things and a whole lot of situations, depending on how you use it in a conversation. And that kind of fascinates. And so, as is often the case, that fascination turned into inspiration and created the song you're about to hear. And it's One Thing. Now, I do like my songs to contain an element of truth, and I think that is true. They say opposites attract, and I think it's the differences between us which kind of, you know, keep the spark there and keep us, like, looking at each other and wondering and going, what sort of creature are you really? It's one thing, say you had enough. That doesn't mean you won't get no more. See, at this point, the song kind of takes on a life of its own and I don't even know what that means. But here's something I like about this song. I do a lot of soloing in it, a lot of piano playing and Now that's a bit of gratuitous rhyming for you if ever there was gratuitous rhyming. I like the feel of the songs. It's got a nice kind of hooky sort of element to it. Anyway, we're gonna just stop that there, and um, I'm not gonna play the whole song. Uh, I'm gonna leave that for you to do if you want to check it out on Spotify or another streaming service. Please feel free. Okay, so now we've come to a very special part of the program, folks. Oh, yeah, it's the one you've been waiting for, and it's the one I've been waiting for, and it's theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. 
I'm gonna tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome once again to Theory Time. Now today, we're gonna talk about the power of knowledge. Namely, the knowledge of what it is that successful, famous people are really, really bad at. You see, I believe that every single person on this planet sucks badly at something. And I don't care if that person is Elon Musk, Warren Buffett, Jimmy Buffett, Bill Gates, Stephen Hawking, Jerry Seinfeld or Paul McCartney, even these people would have or have had an incredibly small amount of talent in an area where you and I might excel and which would potentially, given a particular scenario, make them look utterly laughably pathetic in spite of their reputations. Unfortunately, though, we don't have enough data on these people to know in what areas they have embarrassingly little talent. And you're almost certain never to find out because they would hide that information with every fibre of their being. At least I would if I was them. And with good reason, I guess, because if somebody is brilliant at something and famous for that, the last thing they want you to be focusing on is how incredibly pathetically bad they are at, say, I don't know, washing dishes or driving or chess or making toasted sandwiches or even putting underwear on the right way. I was reading a story recently in the new Elton John autobiography in which he recounts playing charades with Paul Simon, Art Garfunkel and Bob Dylan at his house during the 70s and how all three of them, much to his amazement, especially Bob Dylan, were utterly hopeless. Dylan had no clue. Now, if that would have gotten around at a crucial time of Bob Dylan's career, it could have been curtains. Could have ruined him. You can imagine an album review, something like this. This could have been a revolutionary folk album if it were not for Mr. Dylan's complete lack of ability to act out the name of Gone with the Wind. One out of five. You know, here's Dylan, an absolute undisputed genius of lyric writing and creative visualisation in telling a story through a song and, I might add, a Nobel Prize winner. And the guy is utter crap at playing charades. Now, folks, this is the sort of thing we need to hear because it gives us hope. It gives us the feeling that those famous, rich, successful heroes of ours are just as useless as we are. Just not in the areas that'll have any negative effect on their wealth, fame, or success. This is what I know. Theory Time. Yes, that's another edition of Theory Time. And as we move towards the end of the program, there is, of course, another very exciting segment which is coming your way right now that has a few, let's just say, thoughts in common with Theory Time. And of course, it's the segment that at least eight and a half of you have been waiting for. Yes, it's. Jeff's thought of the day. Welcome to Thought of the Day, and one of my skills is cross-referencing. And the theories that we discussed in Theory Time are in some way connected to the thoughts that I have for today's Thought of the Day. Okay, now... I personally have some talents in the music and comedy realms and I suppose in a couple of other associated areas. But I know that my level of ability when it comes to other things such as hand-based graphic and visual art such as drawing and painting is absolutely less than zero. To the point of being utterly embarrassing. If you were to ask me to draw a landscape 
containing a house and a human, I would draw stick figure objects that even your average three-year-old would be ashamed to show anyone. Now, having declared this, I really do enjoy art. I love going to an art gallery. I love looking at a lovely painting of various types. And I have quite a few good friends who are truly superbly talented in those areas. Some of these people are also very skilled in other creative areas, such as music, acting, dance, comedy, macrame, flower arranging, and of course, constructing elaborate ship replicas in extremely small bottles. And that, folks, is where the trouble starts. So, you see, here's my thought. What begins to make me uncomfortable is when one of my friends is good at some of the things I'm good at and then turns out to be extremely good as well at some things that I suck at. Yes, Simon Kirk, I'm talking about you. No, we should always give credit where it's due and I'm sure there are certain things that my young, handsome and talented friend Simon is absolutely gobsmackingly horrible at. I just wish I knew what they were. The bastard. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. Yes, indeed, everyone. That is today's thought of the day. And we've come to the end of yet another program. But as always, thank you so much for joining me. It would really suck if I was doing this for no reason whatsoever, other than for my own amusement. And so, folks, if you have enjoyed this episode of Jeff Healy's Wonderland, please do hit that subscribe button, the follow button, the like button, any button you can find. And let me know what you think of the show. So also, yes, please do leave me a comment. And if you'd like to drop me a line, you can do that on jeffhealy at yahoo.com or at my website, which is jeffhealy.com. During the meanwhile, take good care of yourselves and I look forward to welcoming you to the next edition of... Wait, 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 wait. One final thought before I wrap this whole thing up. Should we have a day where we all exchange jobs? Let's say you're a carpenter and I'm a plumber. Then for a day, you're a plumber and I'm a carpenter. And of course, I will suck. I will be really, really terrible at what you do and you'll be terrible at what I do. Now, this, I think, would be a universal solution to us all feeling bad about somebody else being good at something that we're not good at. Of course, there are some potential perils and pitfalls. Uh, for example, the office worker who suddenly finds he has to fly a plane. Gotta get that just from the land.